What's up, guys? This is Connor from the Comic Book Companion Podcast. I'm here to talk about some new comics. Uh, Michael's not in today. We're going to do a little bit of a stopgap thing here, and I'll continue the series if we ever need to do it again, where I'm going to recommend you some series that I've read. Some are ongoing, some are not. Some have completely finished. And I'll uh, let you know what I liked and what I didn't. Uh, I'll go into some different arcs. No, no spoilers. I'll give you a general synopsis of what the book is about. And, yeah, this is just kind of a thing we're going to do when our schedules get super crazy like this. I started school, so I'm juggling that and internship in this podcast, and Michael has a lot of film and other stuff going on right now. So let's get right into it. Uh, The first book I wanted to talk about, uh, I just finished reading the second issue, was Edge of Spider-Geddon. And Spider-Geddon is this sequel event to an event called Spider-Verse, which had Edge of Spider-Verse. So this is like the prequel, uh, this is like the setup for this new event called Spider-Geddon. And I picked this up initially because I'm like, okay, uh, the cover I saw had the Spider-Man from the new PS4 game coming out. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, they're putting him into like actual Marvel canon for this event. And I kind of, it's not going to have a huge impact on things, it's going to be good. Um, Spider, Spider-Verse was like that, where they just pulled all sorts of these different Spider-Men together. And they just had a big fan service event, and it's awesome. Uh, the writing's solid, and you get to see literally every Spider-Man that's ever existed like interact with each other. Uh, Spider-Geddon, this Edge of Spider-Geddon starts in a similar vein that Spider-Verse did, where you see um, the first issue opens with Spider-Punk. I'm not going to go into super big details here, but the first issue opens with Spider-Punk, who's a criminally underrated Spider-Man, and... It kind of shows what his world is like, gives you a bit of background there. You see a little story unfold, and then he gets recruited into the Spider-Verse, um, or the, the same portal. Yeah, it's called the Spider-Verse. That's where the, the web that all the Spider-Men interact in and like are kind of connected through. And that's where things are, is this whole the format of the Edge of series. So Edge of Spider-Verse was like this as well where it would show Spider-Man, showcase what they're doing, and then get them to the group proper for the actual series coming, I believe, um, a couple months. I think this is I think Edge of Spider-Geddon is a weekly thing. Um, it's really good. I like it a lot. I liked Spider-Verse. I know a lot of people had some problems with it. Um, yeah, uh, I would I'd recommend it. The art's solid. I know it's going to switch artists every... Uh, Switch artists and writers every issue for the Edge of because it's a different Spider-Man. So I don't believe it's their original writers writing them, but it's still good. It's still a good story. Um, The next one is, I believe, eight issues in, or I've read eight issues of it. It's ongoing. I believe it's supposed to be a 12-issue maxi-series. This is the second Marvel one here. And that is Old Man Hawkeye. And this is set, it's a prequel to Old Man Logan. And it's set year, maybe? I'd say a year or a bit, maybe six months before Old Man Logan happens. Um, the event, the 2004, 2008 event, Old Man Logan. I can't remember because they just recently brought him back uh, post-Secret Wars into the main canon. Old Man Logan, not Hawkeye. And the art in this is amazing. It's super gritty. It um, gives off a kind of a Mad Max feeling that 
honestly, we haven't seen since the original Old Man Logan run. Uh, it gives Hawkeye some... I'm a huge Hawkeye fan, but it gives him some interesting arcs to deal with. So, for those of you who have read Old Man Logan, by the time he shows up in that, um, he's completely blind. And this shows him kind of progressively losing his vision, and he has one last thing he wants to deal with before he completely loses it. I'm not going to go into what that is. But yeah, the art and the writing's really solid, really grim and uh, gritty for Marvel. Um, really bloody, like lots of which is to be expected from an old man blank series, but um, really, really graphic material here, kind of more mature than what I'm seeing, used to seeing Hawkeye in. Um, and we see some characters get integrated into the old man Logan universe that weren't, that didn't exist back when the original one came in. So we'll see some like characters from 2015 or 2016 show up and see what they were doing there and that's really cool like seeing these different incarnations and seeing these different characters show up in this universe where the, when it was first established they didn't they weren't even a thought in a writer's head um that's really interesting to see and yeah uh, i would pick up the at least the first issue it might not be for everyone but if you're a hawkeye fan or an old man logan fan uh if you want more of that world Go for it, for sure. Uh, we're going on to DC next. And we have Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, which just ended. Issue 50 is the uh, last issue of this. And this was the uh, one... Yeah, 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 I'm right. This was one of two Green Lantern series that opened when Rebirth launched a couple years back now, probably. No, Rebirth launched last year. Um, and this one sees the original four Earth Green Lanterns, so Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner, uh, Kyle Rayner, and Jon Stewart all kind of come back, and this is very space-focused, they're not on Earth, um, and you see them kind of go through different stories, it's like six-issue arcs of, hey, here's a character study of Guy Gardner and how he worked with this supporting character who is a Yellow Lantern. And that's another thing I really loved about this series was it takes its time to establish like, hey, these four different green Earth Green Lanterns are different people and they operate different. And then you see that in their constructs too. That's something about the art I loved. Was you see that in Guy, he's kind of the jockey meathead, so he'll make like a monster truck to deal with a problem that Kyle, who's an artist, would make like a giant robot or um, something more intricate. And that's not to say that Kyle's constructs are better than Guy's. That's just like their different personalities showing off in their rings. Uh, and this is going off some mythos that was established in New 52. So it's kind of cool to see that because Green Lantern was the highlight for that current or that DC branding for me. Uh, they did a lot of good stuff with that character and established his universe really well. We see some different Lantern Corps, like I said. It's a 50-issue run. Every issue's good. I had no problems with this run at all. Um, it's written by Dan Jorgens, who was the action comics writer before Brian Michael Bendis got on that project. And he incorporates... he So, when he left action comics, he had a lot of threads, I guess, he still wanted to bring over. So we see some Superman supporting characters and villains kind of cameo in this... Uh, Green Lantern 
uh, series. So that's cool. And they do a good job of, like, justifying it and explaining it. And this was a kind of the companion series to this or the sister series to this, however we want to call it, was Green Lanterns. And I guess I could talk about that a little bit. I've only read about 20 issues of it. It's probably still ongoing. I think this one's going to last a bit longer than Hal Jordan did. The reason this ended is so Grant Morrison can use Hal Jordan in his Green Lantern run coming. But Green Lanterns is about the two new uh, rookie Green Lanterns that are on Earth. They're doing the Earth stuff while the original four are off running the core because the Guardians are missing at the beginning of the series. And they are cool. They're cool. Uh, I think they need some time to establish themselves more. So there's uh, Simon Daz who's a Muslim Green Lantern who always carries a gun with him. That's kind of his thing. And he's... It's cool to see a Muslim Green Lantern, like a Green Lantern. I guess John Stewart was the first minority Green Lantern we saw. But it's cool to see Simon kind of be very different from all four we've seen so far. And he deals with some family drama. You see him kind of grow into his own kind of Green Lantern. Um... And we get to see the Red Lanterns in the first arc, which is always a plus for me. I'm a huge fan of the Red Lanterns. So that's awesome. That's great. Um, I can't really talk about it too much because I'm not. I've finished it, but I uh, there's some slow bits from what I did read. Some bits where I'm like, okay, let's pick it up. Let's do some more with these characters. They deserve more than this. And the second Green Lantern from that book is Jessica Cruz, who's the first girl. Green Lantern that um, excuse me, hold on okay uh, let me get back to that it's, she's the first girl Green Lantern or female Green Lantern in the core that's a human uh, Alan Scott had Jade who was affiliated with the core but I don't believe she was a Green Lantern, you can correct me on that if I'm wrong uh, she's really awesome, so she's dealing with an anxiety disorder not an anxiety disorder, that's a bad way to put it, but she's dealing with anxiety issues, and the ring's helping her through it, like her ring talks to her, um, because all the Green Lantern rings have AI built in. So we see that, and we see her kind of come out of her shell and help Simon deal with all the Earth problems. Um, and I hope we see them in space sometime. I really like these two characters, and I think they need more work. I know they were in the Rebirth Justice League run that I have not read. Um... But aside from some slow bits here and there, pacing issues, um, I think that book sticks to the landing. I think I really like it. So that's it for Green Lantern-wise, DC. And the last thing I want to cover here is a Nightwing miniseries, six issues, that came out last year. I can't get into this too much because it's so short, but it's fantastic. Um, it's called Nightwing The New Order. And it's about this dystopian future where heroes are kind of gone, they're regulated. Um, so, like, if Iron Man won Civil War in the original comics, that's kind of how I paint it. And Nightwing's the head of this police force that kind of regulates people with metahumans and people with powers. And we see some flashbacks and forwards as to why that's happening, what's up and how he deals with some certain things that are going on, how the superhero community views him, how the humans, like, how general public views him. And it's a really cool way to introduce that character. They do some great things, not introduce the character, but reinvent that character. They do some cool things with Lex Luthor in this book. Um, we see some awesome redesigns of old heroes. The art, for me, 
hits with some designs and really misses with others. Uh, the writing is good, uh, good for the six issue run. I just liked the world building a lot. The general story itself, I'm like, okay, this is fine. But the world they built, I want to see more of. I want to see more of this new order. I want to see more of anything in that time and universe. It's it's kind of like Batman Beyond, but not as far flung into the future. And that's about it for this little mini thing here. Um, I'm going to, if we ever need to do this again, I'll probably um, talk about some indie stuff or some other stuff I'm reading. But yeah, so final verdicts on each of these I've read. Edge of Spider-Geddon, really good. More of the Spider-Verse. If you didn't like Spider-Verse, you won't like this. If you liked Spider-Verse, you'll love it. Um, can't wait to see the PS4 Spider-Man make his debut. Old Man Hawkeye. Uh, it's kind of the same case. If you liked Old Man Logan, you're going to fall in love with this run. Interesting, different take on the character. Uh, kind of a tired Hawkeye. I guess he's always tired, but uh, even more tired than usual Hawkeye. We get to see some new characters show up. Uh, that weren't around for the original Old Man Logan run. That's awesome. I Out of these four books, that might be my favorite. Uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps completely finished. You can read the whole thing now. Um, I recommend it. Each story is awesome. We see some awesome art and some character studies on each of the Green Lanterns. Um, Guy's the best. I'm a Guy Gardner fan. And Green Lanterns, not to be confused with Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, is the one about the two rookies, which I just talked about. That one's good. Uh, that definitely needs some work in the pacing department. I kind of find myself here and there. But the character, the core, the two characters are great and they're different and there's something DC needs for the Green Lantern to thrive and get more readers. And I want to see them in more things. I'm going to read their Justice League run and probably get back to you guys on that. And lastly, Nightwing, The New Order. I would recommend this a lot. This is probably the one I've bat I, eh, bashed, but I'm critical of the most because the art's kind of inconsistent for me. But the world is great. Uh, it's only six issues. I'd, I'd give it a chance, even if you didn't like it. It's not like you're spending two ninety nine every week for a 50-issue run. Um, and that's about it for, uh, for this um, Connor's Comic Companion Corner mini-sode thing. Uh, I'll keep this series alive here and there maybe do one of these a month kind of recommend things to you tell you what to stay away from from what I've read because I read a lot on the Michael side of things uh, if you have any questions you can get to him on Instagram and Twitter at immorecomedy and if you have any questions for me and what my taste what I like to read um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at attackonwakeup and on the next one of these, I'll probably cover some indie stuff, talk to you guys about Saga uh, and Paper Girls. It'll be kind of a Brian K. Vaughn special both of those books. And yeah, uh, so see you next month for the next Connor's Comic Corner episode of Comic Book Companion. Uh, have a good one, guys.